Hello and welcome to the Average Golf Society podcast, the podcast for all you shankers, all you high handicappers, all you low handicappers, all you casual golfers. Basically, if you can swing a golf club at a golf ball, this podcast is for you guys. Um, as always, I'm joined by my main man, Rob. How are you this evening, Rob? Very good, thanks. You forgot bandits, all you bandits out there. All you bandits, I always forgot, yeah. That is going to be the new one in there as well, I think, bandits. <laughs> Yeah, man. yeah, how you doing, yeah, Rob? Very well, right. very well. Yeah, I can't complain at all. You're sounding a lot better, mate. Thank you. So are you. So are you. Have you played any golf, Warren? Thought I'd get in there before you, though. Just a little don't, bit quick. Don't ask my question. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time in 25 episodes you've actually asked me if I've played <laughs> golf first. Um, have I have you? I, I haven't, mate, no. Oh, boo. <laughs> <laughs> because I have felt so shit. It's, mm. I've been unbelievable. Um, and I never pass up on going and play golf or anything, and I just felt so ill. I can't. Mm-hmm. But I have had my. Uh, I did get a putting mat for Christmas, <laughs> and I have been I have been pra- practicing my six foot putts. Very good. With that, uh, which I have discovered, why I have been going a bit more. Uh, yeah, basically getting better with my putting. That's which good. Is one of my New Year's resolutions. Uh, what about yourself, Rob? You playing golf? Uh, no, much the same boat as you. I um, wasn't feeling good. And the one night I was going to go to the range, it was absolutely pissing it down. And I just couldn't be bothered to run to the car and get in it and all that crap. So, so that was that. That's fair enough, mate. To be honest, like January is the time when you just. January is the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I didn't want to. Like, I wanted to so bad. I wanted to get outside and just go play, but. I found mm-hmm. so shit. Yeah, not worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell you what I, I did do, Warren. What's that, mate? I actually did my goals for 2020 that you asked me to do for last oh, week. Yes. And I didn't let's do it. Talk, let's talk <laughs> about those. Okay. So I wanted my goals to be... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Achievable? Yeah, well, ach- I wanted to... When, when I look back at the end of the year, I wanted to see that I've ticked things off. I didn't want to just do something generic like um, I want to hit my irons better. And, you know, there's no real way of telling whether I, I definitely did or didn't. So they're all, they're all sort of proper targets. Um, are, you say, are you saying that mine weren't then? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, what, what did you have hit, hit your irons better then? Was that one of them? Uh, like hit my driver better, hit my driver straighter. Okay. And, and how, how are you going to measure that? Why? How are you going to measure it? How am I going to measure it? Well, yeah. I'll start going straight and I won't start going like a fucking banana <laughs> going right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, go on then, Rob. So carry on, mate. So what First one goals? is to play 25 rounds of golf. That sounds good, mate. Which so... doesn't sound like many to most people, I'm sure. Um, but at the minute... That's half, a, that's half a year. Yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a round every two weeks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Which in the winter I probably won't do, but obviously I'll pick it up more in the summer. So um, I think this, uh, sorry, last year, 2019, I played, I think I played 19. So um, yeah. it'd be good to, to hit that 25. And the, other one, the next one is to play 25 practice sessions. So I I did a 50 over the year, combine the two. Mm-hmm. Currently, I've done one of each. <laughs> <laughs> so a long way to go. Next one is yeah. to have my handicap down to 15. That's achievable for you. Easy. Yeah. You should, play, you should be playing off that anyway. Well, is what it is. Next one's my putting average down to two or better. Uh, currently, it's at two point three putts a hole. 
according to my app. Mm, that's an interesting one. How are you going to bet that though? How are you how are you going to work on work on? That? How am I going to work on it? That's a good question. That is, I guess, um, when I put twenty five practice sessions, I didn't necessarily mean range. So I, right. I might just have a night where I go to the putting green and just stand there for two hours, just putting balls. Mm-hmm. Um, might do things like that. Hmm. Well, Maybe I have to get just, a little putting um, like you do. I mean, I find it difficult just to go um, go to the range and do putting. I struggle with that. Or go. Yeah. Oh no! I'll happily um, hit a bag of balls, just doing some little chips and putts on the screen. Yeah, I like doing well, that. Chi- chips, I love doing. Chipping short game is my favourite thing anyway. Mm. But uh, yeah, putting I, just, I struggle with. Hence why I got a putter mat because like six foot is my downfall in putting. So, mm. Um, mm. but it, I, the other side of the thing is, I think that's achievable for you as well, mate. Because you're, I think you're quite a. I think your your goals are achievable, Rob. Basically. Well, my last one is to play golf with four people I've never played with before. And I think that's Ooh, easy. I think that's very achievable. I could do that in one round, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Um, At least forever. Yeah. All in all, mate, I think your, your goals are pretty good there. Yeah, so I'm hoping when we get to December's podcast, I can come on and bring up my list again and see that I've got a tick next to each one of them. Yeah, that's a good idea, mate. That's, that's the goal. Yeah, I've got it all saved on my phone. Boom. So- that sounds awesome, mate. Sounds good. So, 2020, going good. We've got some good goals for 2020, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we don't talk about the professional game on our podcast, but I am just going to bring up something. Um, Is it Cameron sure Smith? Every- yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure every- I'm sure everyone's aware at the moment uh, of the massive bushfires going on in Australia mm. and uh, and how horrible it is, man. And, like, if we've got any listeners from Australia, like, honestly, like, how you guys are just cracking, like trying doing everything. Like my heart goes out to everybody and the animals and everything down there. So Cameron Smith, Australian player, uh, he won in Hawaii and he pledged that he would donate $500 for every birdie that he got and a thousand dollars for every eagle he got. Now he won the tournament. Um, I can't remember how many birdies he got, but I just want to say how much of a nice thing that was for him to do for everybody down there. Um, you know, and, and I know that uh, all the other Australian players that played also contributed as well. Um, I don't know how much, but it, it's just a nice thing to to hear about, mm. you know, for them less fortunate that's happening down there. And he dedicated Definitely. his win to Australia as well, which is amazing. So Cameron Smith, good guy of the week. You are awesome, mate. Thank yeah, you. that's good. That's really good. And next time our listeners are on a golf course in our country and you're moaning because it's raining, please... Um, Spare foot for Australia are desperate for it to rain. <coughs> yeah. How lucky we are here to get such, you know, diverse weather. Mm, definitely. Mm. I agree with that. Um I just another thing actually about the professional game. Mm-hmm. We've got four majors come up this year, Rob. So I was just wondering if you wanted to do a quick majors prediction. Mm. So uh, I got I've got the four majors written down, which are the Masters, yeah. PGA at uh TPC Harden Park, uh, the US Open at Wingfoot or Wing Front, one or two, Winged Front, one or two, and mm-hmm. Open at Royal St. George. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go for, I'm going <laughs> to run through my predictions first, if that's okay. Go on in. I'm going to go with, I've written a few down for the Masters, but the one I'm going to stick my neck out for is I'm going to say John Rahm for the Masters. Nice, yeah, I like that. 
Um, Justin Thomas for the PGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brooks for winged foot. Yep. And Rory for the open. Oh. I went, oh, because I also thought of Rory for the open. Yes. What did you think to those? No tiger in there. No, no tiger. Tiger had a question mark next to him from the Masters because he does love Augusta. Uh, and he's playing bloody well. So I don't know I don't know what to what to say about Tiger. Yeah, I feel like 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 you just can't put him in. Like cause it just seems like a like a cop out. Oh yeah, Tiger will win it. But um mm. I don't know. So what what are you saying then, Rob? So for the Masters? Masters. Masters the only one I've been sort of making notes as we've been talking. Masters is the one I haven't got a name next to. Maybe we should just put Tiger in there for that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's the same course every year. Mm. Um, uh, Do you know what? No, I'm going to put Justin Rose for that. Just because I want him to. No other reason than that, really. I mean, I'd love to say a Rory, but I, for some reason, I don't think he'll ever win the Masters. I've just got that in my head that it's the one thing he won't get. Uh, and I think it's in his head as well. Yeah. Um, yeah I'll get you. So, yeah, but I think someone like Justin maybe would have more of a shot. Yeah, okay. Okay, so uh, the PGA? PGA. Uh, I've put Tommy Fleetwood because I think he will win a major at some point. And I, I think... think... destined for a major as well. Of the majors, that's kind of the lesser one, I would say, and maybe the easier one that he is more attainable for him as a first major. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I mm-hmm. like the idea of that, mate. Yeah. That was good to me. US Open, I've got Brooks. Kepka. Yeah. And V Open, I've got Rory, just like you. Mm. I, I really fancy Rory for that. He's, he's got uh, another major in him. He's got several other majors in him. Um, it's just a matter of time, I think. Yeah. I just sometimes I just want to shake him and say, come on, Rory, for God's sake. <laughs> um, he's, he's too laid back. He's just such a fucking good player. But yeah, that's, that's you know, I mean, you're going to the Open as well. so I am, yeah. You can let us all know about it when you come back. <laughs> I'm sure you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> you won't wait for me to tell you who won the Open, I'm sure. Oh, no, mate. <laughs> no. But uh, so many good players to, to pick from. I just don't know who. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. I know we don't talk about the pro game, but I just thought I'd ask that because like everybody watches the majors. Yeah, they do, and I'm sure once uh, the Masters rolls around in March, we'll um, talk about it a lot more. Then, yeah, I mean, we have got. Um, I know we've got the um, Ryder Cup this year as well. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that, but we're gonna we'll probably talk about it near the time, especially mm-hmm. when the team selection comes out. Um, sure, like who who we'd pick to go into the team. So, I was wondering yeah. for the Masters whether we should um, like do some sort of sweepstake with our Instagram followers, get them all to, to draw names for them all out of a hat, and then maybe we can send them a prize or something if uh, if their one comes in. That might be quite fun. Yeah, that sounds a good idea. Mm. That sounds a good idea. Yep, we'll definitely do that, I think. Nice, nice. Cool. So, this week's guest, Rob, who have we got? I'm not going to introduce him. Why? Well, because at the start of every guest that comes on, I introduce them then anyway. So uh, I thought okay. on this occasion, right. let's just go straight into it. Okay. Here he is. Okay, so this week's guest is Ronan McDermott. 
Um, I think I've said that right. Ronan McDermott, who's cat handed golfer on Instagram. How are you doing tonight, mate? Yeah, I'm good as gold, mate. Good as gold. And you did say it right. It's, yeah, spot on, mate. Spot on. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. Um, so we'll start the podcast off what we do every week, mate. How did you get into golf? How did I get into golf? Um, so grew up in Northern Ireland, as you might have guessed by my very soft accent. And we didn't re- we didn't have a set of golf clubs in our house. I think we borrowed a couple of golf clubs from the next door neighbour, mm. which was some real real old sets of clubs. And we used to just basically hit golf balls in a farmer's field across the road from our house, over and back. And we could only do it twice a year when he cut the actual field to a length that you could find your golf ball. Mm. So it was just straight over the field, straight back again, and. Yeah, I never played golf on a golf course in Ireland until I came to England, basically at 21 to um, work as a carpenter. And I basically bought my first set of clubs. I was bored on my own, so bought a set of clubs, mm-hmm. got into golf that way. So it was quite an interesting way, but I got my grip. I've got a weird grip. That's why I'm called a kind of golfer. So I kind of uh, got my grip from playing Irish hurling, if you've ever heard of that. So that's, uh, let me let me try to visualise it. So we do right hand at the bottom. So yours is left hand at the bottom, right hand yeah. at the top. Yeah. yeah, it's like a left-handed grip for a right-handed swing. Yeah, I get it, yeah. That is weird. So, I'm doing it I'm doing it now. I mean, I'm holding a pencil. It's, it's really strange. It, 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 it's definitely strange. It's strange when you see videos of myself um but if you play Irish hurling, which is a wooden stick with a little leather ball, yeah, you always well, we were always holding the stick with our right hand, and you would your left hand would always join last when you actually swing to hit the ball. So your 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 left hand always automatically joined below your right. Yeah. So that's I just put that to a golf club and yeah. swung away. That's fair enough. Kind of weird, really, but. I've kind of honed it to a to a standard now where I can actually hit the ball quite well with it. But yeah, have you ever tried to change it over the years, or have you just just stuck with with what you? I started? have tried it. I can hit a I could hit a pitching wedge shot pretty hmm. decently with a normal grip, but everything else, I just feel like I've got no power in my wrists. I just feel like it's weird. Mm-hmm. It, it probably exactly the same if you try to do a cack handed grip. Sure, you would probably sure. feel. I've got strength in my wrists. It feels weird, and your mm-hmm. clubs. I kind of feel like any golf grip's a bit weird the first time you 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 put your hands on the club. Yeah, I, that's probably what it is exactly like. Like you're beginning golf all over again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, uh, my brother was the same, and he changed his grip, and it was quite embarrassing, really, seeing him hack the ball around a golf course in competitions. Uh, I was. I felt bad for the man. He was it was brutal for about three years, and now he's playing off a of sixteen, so he's he's got it back. So he basically started from scratch again. I just can't so, be asked for that. So is is that a common thing with people that have played hurling before into golf? They just use a cat handed grip. Yeah, it's it's quite common. I get quite a lot of messages on Instagram from people going, "Stick more videos on of how you manage to keep the ball straight, or what how you're overcoming yeah. this problem." Because I'm like you, I 
I'm Irish. I played hurling, and that's the way I hold the golf club. So yeah. it's quite a common thing. There's quite a lot of people out there does it. Mainly Irish people. I've not met anybody who isn't Irish that does it. Um, I've seen some videos of various pros and people on YouTube, but I've not seen anybody amateurs pretty mm. much all that looks. That's really yeah. It's quite interesting. I actually, I actually thought you were left-handed when you said cat-handed, but now you've explained it to like that. It does actually make more sense if I'm honest with you. So go go on uh, Instagram and check out my videos. You'll see you'll mm. see what I'm talking about, and it'll probably look completely alien. I think I asked Guy Sports call Josh Antman a question on Twitter to ask mm, yeah. his guest what they because he always has like pros on ask your guest what they think of my swing and what I could do to lower my handicap and they they were all like just keep doing what you're doing don't try and change it just if it's working just get on with it really so yeah. I can't stand with that good advice yeah so, yeah yeah Never I like your. I like your um, what, how you said you got into golf. You, you did it because you were a bit bored because you're over here. You don't often hear that as a, as, <coughs> as a reason. It's quite funny. Yeah. Well, I came over as a carpenter. I was mm. working in, in inner London and just it was just work, work, work. I didn't know anybody apart from my brother. Mm. Um, so I decided to join a golf course in Surrey in Kershalton mm. and um, bought a set of golf clubs and just started from there really and as like everybody says your guests said everybody says it yeah it's so i've never played golf before and i fell in love with it and i was just if you had if i had 10 grand in my bank and walked into a world of golf i'd come out completely broke yeah yeah i'm never happy with the gear i've got i've always wanted something newer Mm -hmm. It's, it's terrible but here don't ask my wife how much I spend. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, does she? Well, she's going to listen to this one, so uh, you might need to edit that. Does she play golf? No, I try to get her into golf because our golf club is quite good for introducing juniors and ladies into golf. So I try to get her in, but mm. I think we've done two, range, two goals on the range and she was complaining of back pain. So, oh, really? Uh, <laughs> Do you know what? I took a girl from work. I took a girl from work to the um, driving range once because she said she wanted to hit a few balls. I think we hit, we got a bag of 50 between us, so she maybe hit 25 balls. She came into work the next day, almost bent over double, saying how agony she was in, just from 25 balls on the range. Women, hey? <laughs> when we play golf, we, don't, we probably don't even realise the amount of muscles you're using in your back and everything else. So mm. it's kind of... If you haven't hit balls before and you're twisting and rotating like that, it probably is going to leave your muscles a bit sore. Yeah, yeah. She only hit 10 balls. I don't know how. I think she was just <laughs> making it up. So she <laughs> but I just mus- thought... Muscles are never used before. Well, yeah. I just thought it'd be good like to have your partner play golf and then you could go away on a golfing holiday with your partner yeah. instead of group of lads and having a continuous hangover for the whole three or four days you could have a more civilized golf break but here that's probably never going to happen that's the dream though isn't it i've got i'm in the same i'm in the same position my wife won't get into it she says she might when we retire but that's a long way away (laughs) (laughs) the lads 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 come on 
Yeah, well, that's what it's going to be from now. Well, until she takes up golf, it's going to be a lad's holiday. I don't mind a few ladies coming along with the lad's holidays either. As long as no, they no, get no. Oh. <laughs> nice, mate. Very but, nice. Yeah. So, um, so you're you're in Surrey, right? Yeah, I'm in Epsom. Yeah, yeah? nice. So, um, are you a member of a of a club down there then? I am. I'm a member of Horton Park Golf Club, um, just out of side of Epsom. We've got a few golf courses in Epsom, so they might yeah, and Epsom Chesington way. It's a nice, nice golf course. Yeah, nice. how's it? Um, how's it like there then for like membership? Is it good? It's very good. Um, it's not snobby, so that's the first thing I'll say. It's not your average golf club where there's a members lounge and there's a lounge where ladies can't go in and you take your shoes off and you take mm-hmm. your hat off. If you don't do these things, you're pulled on it. It's very casual. It's they've got various membership deals. Like it's they've got these flexi deals. I don't do it myself. Like but. Flexi deals where you just top up, pay as you go, basically. Mm, pay, yeah. pay as you play. Or they've got under 30s. I wish I was under 30 years of age because they're getting <laughs> half the price membership. But yeah. the seven-day-a-week membership is quite a real good value. It's under 1,000 quid, like, and you get... I mm. love it. I have, to, I have to say, I do love it. It took me a while because they use this golf app called howdidido.com how did i do to book all your competitions and everything like that mm-hmm. but once you get used to how it runs and you can book competitions in advance and go um but the club itself i mean they're great they've new clubhouse and they've got a a replica green of tpc sawgrass the par 3 over the lake that's oh, that's good. So nice, I like that. So when it, it, I mean, looking at it visually, it's not exactly like TPC Sawgrass. Do you know the hole I'm talking about? Yeah. It's got like, no, you have to... Lovely walk. little par three. Yeah. The um, It's sort of replicated that. It is surrounded by water, but I mean, it's a nightmare of a hole when there's wind and stuff like that. It's, it's hard, the best mm-hmm. days, but like... Uh, on uh, what day are we on Monday? So yeah. yesterday I played it in a competition and I hit a because we're playing off the yellow tees in the winter now. Hmm. Hit a tee shot and it landed on, on the bridge that gets out onto the island. Hit the bridge and managed to bounce, it cleared the water and onto the green on the other side. So oh. I managed to make a par somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the luckiest shot I've had. Members way. bounce. It was a member's bounce, mate. I was like, please don't be in the water. And it was on the grass. And I thought, yes, played a lovely little lob wedge, landed about a foot from the hole and tapped in for a par. I walked I away that. happy. Great. Yeah, I'm sure you were. How did you do in the competition overall? Third place, 36 points, mm, uh, 10 nice. over par with my handicap. Mm-hmm. In, in that weather yesterday, our courses, you need a set of wellies really to be walking around this time of the year. Mm, it's, yeah. it's pretty wet. Um, it's, it's the greens, some of the greens. I mean, trying to judge a putt is you may as well just hit and hope, really. Aim for the centre of the cup and hit it. But it's mm. it's it's good. I mean, still open. That's the main thing. I'm not going to yeah. complain. Did you have many temporary holes yesterday, then? None. Perfect. None. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
there's a few dubious decisions, a couple of holes that we talked about should be closed, but mm. I don't run the club, so I'm not going to start getting involved in the politics of things. If it's open, I'll play it, really. Yeah, that's a good way to be, right? Because mm. uh, I'm sure many people would have an opinion and probably would go back and sort of say something. But yeah, that's cool. Man. I like that. I like that that view of things as well myself. Um, End of uh, so. Then I've got my. We're gonna say. No, I was just. Um, I kind of have put my hand up to sort of help out around the club now because I I'll do anything. I love golf so much. So anything to get me involved outside of playing as well. I put my hand up to sort of close competitions on a week on a weekly basis yeah or to like the handicap committee so that's the kind of club it is it's like if you put your hands up and you want to try and help out well then you don't need to be there for 15 years before they allow you to do it you, they're just mm-hmm. like yeah you want to help come along so yeah I've, I've started closing comps and getting involved in charity days and stuff it's quite good it's a great club that's cool that's cool. That's pretty good. I like the sound of that as well, mate. So How good. often do you get to play? Every week. Yeah, once a week. I, I play every week and I down and hit it balls on the range. We do a winter virtual golf on the old range. Um, mm-hmm. What's it called? Virtual. What's that? Top golf, is it? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like we... top tracer sort of thing. Yeah, yeah top tracer so we do a winter league on the range where we play uh, St Andrews and various places and you get a couple of pro v1s if you win the month if you shoot the lowest like we don't play 18 holes we play nine holes mm-hmm. on various courses so it's, it keeps it interesting if you the course is too wet you just play in the range so mm-hmm. I play every week as I mean, I play every day of the week if I could really <laughs> but somebody invented all work so and bills and taxes so i need to go and sit in the line and do that work is such a hindrance when it comes to golf you know i don't know who came up with the idea of work but i'd like to meet that person face to face i'm the same as you though because like, i work on a building site as well so um especially when it's like you're working in a nice nice day you think man i could be on a golf course right now uh, now I'll stop you there. That carpentry is long gone. I, I then uh, needed a career change, so I'm not a carpenter. I'm now a, a police officer in the Met. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm nice right. one, mate. Oh, well, that's an equally good job as well. That's I take my hat off to you doing that as well, mate. That's awesome. Mm, definitely. No, it's, uh, so that, I needed a career change. The bank basically laughed me out the door when I asked them for a mortgage because I was self-employed with no debt, no credit history, no nothing, earning double what I'm earning now. But they said, no, go away, get yourself in debt and come back to me in, in mm. three years' time when you're fleeced with four credit cards and we'll <laughs> then give you 300 grand. <laughs> oh, Crazy. It's the word anyway. of well. I joined, Very much I joined crazy, the piece and it's been six years in July and it's been awesome. It's been good fun. Yeah? Yeah, awesome, it's good. So, oh, yeah. Good, so, um, so you, you, do you play quite a lot of competitions at your club then? There's competitions every week. Yeah. Uh, if there's not, if they're not on how did I do, there's a roll-up, so basically yeah. you turn up. So, mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Competition 
every week. And the beauty of our club as well is there's women and men playing, so it's not just women, men, and juniors. <coughs> oh, that's um, good. So you all play together. All play together. So I could be playing next Saturday with two ladies, um, and the week after with a, a well, you generally need to have two adults with a Jew for the safeguard and reasons. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you could be playing with a junior, and I mean these juniors. I don't even want to play with them anymore. They're too good, really. <laughs> Make me feel bad, really. That some of the juniors in our club are brilliant. Yeah. If we went into your, if we went into your clubhouse, would we see your name on the wall um, in recent years for for various competitions? You wouldn't see my name on the wall though. That you'd see my. We've got a screen where we've got various pictures throughout the year of competitions and charity do's and stuff so it's like it revolves so you have 60 or 70 pictures that constantly are shown throughout the day and okay me and my partner won the club doubles this year so we are stood there with a trophy with a big smile on our face so um yeah you my name no i haven't got on (laughs) any big competitions yet yeah so i need to win them this year hopefully that's the plan Gotta yeah. say though, your photos on Instagram with your trophies, you did look pretty smart though, mate. Bow time looking dapper. Well well that's the first time Horton Park has had a gala evening to give all the prizes out in the one go. Normally it's just yeah. distributed the year and it was a great night, raving success. Loads of people turned up and pretty much everybody got drunk and then there was a massive dance up and even our our resident Scouser was singing Liverpool songs and it was a great night. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I won them two trophies. The biggest one was ridiculous. I couldn't believe how big it was. Like I have nowhere to put it in the house. It's ridiculous. Oh, I bet your wife loves it. But I won that. them well yeah, she was well happy with me, but <laughs> I won them two trophies a week apart from each other, so I had a good week. Oh well done. Well done. But yeah. My partner didn't think it was quite funny to go and win a competition three days before the doubles final and get cut three shots, so he was fuming, really. <laughs> so, um, what is, your, what is your current handicap then, Rowan? 9.8, so 10 when you round it up. Mm. Oh, so you're a decent player then, mate. Well, it started off when I put my three cards in, it was 18, so I could always yeah. sort of strike a ball. Mm-hmm. Um where I let myself down was putting and I'm still not a great putter everybody will tell you like if I could putt well I'd be a dangerous handicap but I'm the amount of times I three putt and it's got to be the most frustrating thing in golf like drives me yeah. I did a few on Sunday which was just an, I was with a lady golfer so I couldn't F and blind as much as I wanted to it was very well <laughs> but I was yeah I just took a deep breath and tried to carry on, but yeah. Uh, you're right, though. there's nothing more annoying than hitting a 250-yard-plus drive than another shot onto the green and then free putting. It's just, yeah. Or missing, like, a little short putt from, like, four foot. That's that's what I hate. Oh. But then I, I kind of look at myself as an all-round golfer because I can flail the ball off the tee box left and right and then my irons have always been strong so I can sort of pull it back and then I could have a real nightmare with chipping and putting and then another day it could be vice versa 
driving well, but can't hit an iron and I'm putting all right. And then another day it all works and I fire in a 72, two over par. And it's like, where'd that come from? But mm. it's mm. just learning to get it all right on, on a more regular basis. But yeah. So um, are you happy with um, 10 being your handicap or would you rather get it as low as low as you possibly can? Well, I, I want it single figures. So it kind of is single figures when you think of it, 9.8, but I want it single figures. Um, that's what every golfer is after, isn't it, really? Well, yeah, I guess so. Some, some people aren't too fussed about handicaps, though, are they? They, they just play for, for more the fun of it. But I suppose deep down everyone wants to be um, as good as they can be. Yeah, well, I just put an Instagram post on this evening with the New Year's resolutions, and it was like, I want to just get below eight, I think, which mm-hmm. is hard. Once you get to 10, I mean, it takes a lot <coughs> to go down a shot. You play a, a terrible round, and you only go up 0.1 or 0.2, so it's kind of, it takes a while now. It's just having the patience and trying to play a steady, steady golf, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to get some putting lessons. I think that's the way forward for me, really. Hmm. Plan. Um, I have a lesson. I plan to act like. Well, I don't plan. I do have a lesson a month. Um, but once I've sorted out my irons and stuff, like putting is my next thing because that is my free putting on the course is so frustrating. Yeah. And like people, like you say, oh, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. Like, like you, like Rob said, you hit a really nice drive and a really nice iron on, and you free putt. You just think, oh, for fuck's sake, it just drives you mad. And people don't understand how annoying that is. Mm, mm. It's it's crazy. Only a golfer will realise, really, because it's just mm. the amount of vic- bad words that could come out of your mouth. It still doesn't make you feel any better. But I would. My mouth is pure filth, so I'm constantly trying to behave myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's your um, word of choice if you miss a five foot putt? Oh, it's got to probably be. <laughs> I don't really want to say that word. I think one of your guests said it a couple of weeks ago and I laughed my bollocks off in the, <laughs> uh, the okay. CU Tuesday. Oh, that word, yeah. Oh, that word. It's, yep. it's got the most effect on it. Nobody <laughs> likes that word. And that's when you say fuck, it's just like I, most people don't even realize I've sworn because I said in between every other word. If I say that, though, they know I'm not. I'm not happy. So, uh, the thing is, like, I, I love it when when I miss a putt and it like just burns a hole or I do something wrong. I'm like, I'll have a verbal. I'll just go mental on my golf ball, and then people <laughs> will just look at me as if to say, "What the fuck are you doing, man?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you, you know regularly I mean? lose the temper? Of course. Uh, I'll swear at my golf ball quite a lot, but that's it. I won't. Like throw my clubs or or anything like that. Um, mm. I'll lo- that's I'll just lose it with myself rather than anything because I know I'm better than what I am. So I know I can be better. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, I, I tend to have a mini tantrum that lasts about a second and a half. You know, I can swear like f- swing my club about, but it goes really quickly. I can mellow myself within seconds. Yeah. Um, I'm quite good I, at that. I I used to be I used to proper really disappointed and mm. get upset on the golf course but now I honestly I very rarely lose my temper um only three putts that's probably the thing that sends me over the edge mm-hmm. because I'm sat there as you say 12 foot away from the hole and it's just 
you should be dangering the hole, maybe getting it in, chipping it in or something like, but to three, to take three shots from 12 or 15, 20 foot away for me is just unforgivable. That's frustrating. But mm. I generally, I'm so chilled out in the golf course these days. It's just like, I'm so happy just to be out in a bit of greenery and fresh air. Just don't, I don't care really. Yeah, that's the attitude. Stuff chipping does it to me as well, actually, thinking about it. Oh, when you okay. when you when you duff a chip and it just like just bubbles a little while and you just think oh <laughs> fucking <laughs> I did I did I've done I done it at the weekend it's so it's still raw still raw I can I can <laughs> I can <I'm> like <laughs> but anyway yeah them shots everybody does them that's the beauty of this podcast and the beauty of golfing it is like everybody does it if you yeah. don't do it yeah. you're like you don't do it you're a liar I've yeah. not played with anybody who hasn't made ridiculous shots and tried ridiculous shots and yeah it's it's hilarious even I the pros do it from time to time yeah. Yeah, I think one of my favourite um, one of my favourite videos is when Tommy Fleetwood he like misses a, a putt and it burns a hole I think it was at the Masters he just flips off the ball sticks his finger up to the ball or the hole or whatever I just think <laughs> yep that's me yeah <laughs> Totally relatable. Well, yeah, if what what was that other lad? What nationality was he that got banned for three years? Then when he gave the crowd wow. someone a, the finger or something like that, didn't he? Yeah, he was Korean. Yeah. I think he was Korean, was yeah. And he got banned for three. I think they reduced it to one year, but he he got banned for three years originally. Three years, given, cool. Because they were taking a picture or put him off during his putt or something. Whereas Phil Mickinson can pick the ball up whilst it's moving and he gets mm. a smack in the wrists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three years is really harsh for that, really. I know. I think they did reduce it to one year, but still one year is bad for giving somebody the finger. But then I suppose that's what they are like in their country, maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you what, if, if that was at my workplace, I would not be working already this year. <laughs> We work for yeah. the rest of the year, or next year, or the year after that. I've been, uh, been back at work six days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, still right. still dying from the cold or the flu, whatever you've got. Um, yeah, mate, the struggle is real, but we just I, I I could be dying, but I I will not take a day off work. I will always go in. No way am I having a day off for a cold or a cough unless I cannot physically get out of bed. So, uh, I've, I've even got to work on like at work and they've had to take me home like Warren you're not well so, no no I'm fine I can do whatever and they're like no we're taking you home yeah so yeah yeah I'm the same so yeah that's even even golf though like I've I've been feeling like not alcohol related I've felt so rough before and then then I've rocked up at a golf course and I just think what the fuck am I doing here Mm-hmm. And you, you play 18 holes, it's probably the worst 18 holes you've ever played. You're just like, Ugh, what the hell oh, yeah. are you doing? Yeah, that's that's like the Portugal golf trips in it. I don't know what you boys were like, but I was hung over all, all, all every day. I went to the golf course, I was either vomiting or <laughs> just very bad. I think we played, I can't remember what golf course this October or September when we went and I was literally in in the bathroom just emptying my stomach before oh, no. 20 minutes before 
do the tea off. <coughs> but then we where never. About, where where it, did you go all day, bud? So we went to Villa Mora. Oh, nice. Villa, so uh, it was the week before you went to yours, Solgado, yeah. was it? Yeah, yeah, that's where we went, yeah. Villa Mora, three nights, three rounds of golf. Um, so I think it was the uh, Millennium Pinhal in Laguna we played. And nice. you can't go wrong with Villa Mora. I know it's a bit expensive, like, but you've got all the bars. And- <laughs> Restaurants. Golf courses are all close, and yeah, you can't go wrong with it. But yeah, it is a bit expensive, really. It's getting worse, I think. Oh, really? We're now looking into what we'll do this year. So, um, any suggestions, including listeners at home, send them in if you've got places that we should go. Yeah, I'm the yeah. same. Send me some suggestions because there is loads of places. Obviously, I, I looked at, I think it was Golf Monthly or one of the magazines, and they were saying Belik in Turkey is is yeah, Turkey's supposed to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Quite affordable. The only thing is, it's a bit of a further flight, obviously. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. We just need something different. I've done Villa Mora twice. I've done, I've done Portugal four times in total. So mm. I need to. Uh, where we went in, yeah, where we went to in Spain um, year before was really good. Mar Menor, and then there was uh, La Torre we played as well, um, which is under the same chain. That was they were both really good courses. What's what's your like criteria when you want a golf holiday? What, what are you after? Like, it's a good question. Um, I like to have personally got to have deep, like decent bars. Um, like this year we done semi all inclusive. So because the year before with the food and the the beer, it costs probably about two hundred quid each. What you say, Rob, for food and beer? Yeah, each, yeah. You you me and your dad said. So 600 quid we'd spent in, a, in beer and food each well, to, all together whereas this year we paid 50 quid extra on top of what we paid and you know mm. what I had for 50 quid was ridiculous yeah yeah the year before we were drinking um, Lady Boys um, you don't know what that is <laughs> that's a pint of lager with a gin and tonic with a Baileys um, so a round of them for three people um, you know free time that's that's almost your 50 quid gone there for the um, what we paid in the uh, all inclusive yeah and like was it drink drink or was it watered down drink or was it alright like no it was good right. you, you know what the measures are like when you're abroad they don't they don't use a, um, a oh. measuring thing yeah just pour and pour and pour and yeah, the, the, the beer was pretty good as well, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, That's quite but, dangerous, the, the group that we go with, because like, these boys, <laughs> they put up well. <coughs> I don't think I'd go get up in the morning if, if we had unlimited drink. <laughs> yeah, well, the other thing I, I like when we go abroad is to play different courses, um, like three different courses on the three days. Um, yeah, you got to do that for yeah. sure. It'd be a bit boring doing the same course. Yeah, I wouldn't want to play the same course think, three times. That'd be that'd be horrible. Well, not horrible, I, but you know. I don't think I've ever played a good round of golf being abroad, though. I've never played a good round of golf. I've always hacked my way around. Mm. I've never actually won any of the days that we have little stable thirds and stuff. Like, it's been too... Uh, I'm not great with a hangover, like, so... Warren always wins in our ones. Two years in a row you've won, haven't you? Reigning champ, mate. Mm. Got two little what, trophies what, at home. 
what he needs is some of the last week's uh, guests gear bandit <laughs> <laughs> yeah man I do, I do. <laughs> does suit him <laughs> as they said as you said last week everybody can everybody can uh, relate to a bandit on that brand like because Every one of us used to be a bandit. You probably are bandits as we speak. We are handicaps <laughs> 18 and 22 in there or something like that. Yeah. 17. Seven, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, like, there's definitely there's way more bandits than worse bandits than us in our society as well. So yeah. there's, a guy, there's guys playing off mid to high 20s that should be in the teens easy. Well, um, that's crazy. That- the problem with when you play an outside society like that is you've got to regulate that. Whereas when it's that, that time of the year now in our golf club where we're going to sit down with the rest of the handicap committee and review everybody's handicaps so we can give people shots if they've been struggling all year or take shots away for the people who clearly are better than what their handicap is saying. Mm. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Because there is quite a few bandits at our club. We've had 41 points consistently for the last six or seven months being winning scores. Really? It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. That I is. can't say we got a 46-pointer one day, like, but uh, 51 points was a new time record that i seen in our club this year. With a, He was playing off 30, but... Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what is your highest... Um, Score on a stable pitch, Jules. Oh, in what sense? How do you mean? Well, you said like 40, 40 something is the, the highest score you've seen. Like, what's your personal best score? Oh, I got forty six points. That was the week before my uh, the Wednesday before my doubles match on the Sunday. Forty six oh. points, two over par. Nice. I think it was off twelve, so I was ten shots under my handicap. Cool. Wow. That's great stuff. What's no, your best one? Um, forty-two, I think my best is, and that was at Seckford. That was my first ever, my first ever round of the society, and they gave me like a really high handicap. Needless oh, to say, I did get cut five shots after that. Five shots. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't complain about it. I was quite happy to be cut five shots. Like, yeah. So. You get some people that moan about being cut shots, but for me, like I love it because I want to get better and better and better. So the more I can improve to get my handicap low is is all good for me. I'm, I'm um, the same. Doesn't matter what they cut me. If they cut me, they cut me. That's good. Sometimes yeah. you come in with a good score and you get exceptional score reductions, so you get an extra mm-hmm. shot taken off. It's, it's always a good day when you see that. But yeah, that's why we play golf in it to improve. Yeah. yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, Rob Rob doesn't like being cut shots because he did throw a paddy one week. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. The only reason I threw a paddy is because it's the first game of the season and I, I just won and I thought, oh, I've, got, I've, got to, I've got a chance to win the league this year. And then um, it was like, oh, you cut four. And I was like, oh, th- there goes my chances right there. Now, um, well, I tell you what I, th- I thought it'd be worth chatting to you about was your last last week's guest yeah, when he said that it was even par on the 18th, and someone, his partner, playing partner, said, "If you at least you can get it here as a double or a bogey, and you win this thing, who says that?" Like, <laughs> exactly. I would strangle that man. I literally would have strangled him. 
green. You don't mm-hmm. do yeah, that. Like, you, you know, as soon as 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 soon as um, David had hit that bad shot, I'd have fucking, if that had been me, I'd have looked at him and said, "You come." I know you didn't say it earlier, but I'd have said it. Yeah, you know, I'd have proper dropped the C bomb on him. If, if if that if that was me on the club championship, on the final fucking hole where you're gonna make a par and win the championship, and some geezer said that, he'd wake up four hours later in NE and go, "What happened? <laughs> oh, okay. You just happened to put Ronan off his game and he broke your nose." <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so we'll, we'll put you back to sleep. We're just currently um, taking the gold clubs out of your bottom. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better take the ass. I do that. I do that to myself, though. You know, like when you when you're about to tee up and you, you say, um, oh, "I haven't hit a duff tee shot all day," and then you, and then you're sitting there going, oh, "I've said it now. I've said it now." And then it's all you can think about during your backswing, and then off it goes into the trees. Well, yeah, oh. we uh, there's one of the. One of the teams we played in the uh, club doubles were telling me that the few old, few old players in our club that are proper, proper bandits. Like, and they played a couple who they knew one of them had a slice. So the first thing they did was on the second tee when you pull the driver out is make sure you don't hit it to the right. Now, don't watch you don't slice it. And what he sliced it every hole with the drivers <laughs> after that. So it was like. He was so angry, <coughs> yeah. so angry with him, but he never said anything. He was very polite. I would have went mental. Don't <laughs> fucking don't mention any bad habits of mine when you're playing me in a game of golf, like because. Oh, if we if we ever meet you for a round, I've got to remember no mind games. <laughs> no, I'm money joking, man. I love a mind game. I'm, I'm worse than any of them, but I, I know I, I would have a bit more respect if it was a competition <laughs> like that. Yeah, sure. If it was a muck around between us, I'd be fucking, you'd tell me to go away and yeah, I'd be pounding <laughs> you. <laughs> I like the sound of that though, man. It sounds like a good laugh though. Mm, but we need, to get this, we need to get this sorted because you're actually not that far away, so we will get it sorted. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm up for that. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm up for that, mate. Um, I do that. that me and New Sim Year's do that res- each other all the time. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a New Year's resolution for me, really, is to play more courses and, like, team up with different people on Instagram and mm-hmm. and try and get the old followers going and play some nice yeah. course. Yep, same so, for us. Yeah, same for us. Get- that was one of mine I put on, on the podcast last week was to meet more followers and have more rounds with people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I know... A- go on, what were you going to say, Ron? Sorry, mate. No, no, I was just saying it's a good laugh, really, to do it as well. Like- I mean, last year we met one guy, a uh, golfer on the daily... Um, we went down to his course at Mill Hill, and that was a cracking day, wasn't it, Rob? Yeah, really it was nice. absolutely cracking. Yeah, such a good day, and it was nice because he'd been on the podcast before as well, so we already yeah. knew him through that. Mm. And that was just such a nice time. Like he's the same as you. Like he helps out quite a lot at his golf club now. Yeah, um, he loved and it. We, we took a yeah. um, a sand recorder thing and sat down with a pint afterwards and recorded a bit for the podcast. You know, at the clubhouse, that was quite cool. Yeah, yeah I listened to it. It was, it was. I've listened to all your podcasts. Let's be honest. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I've caught up. I'm up it. So now I'm like, once I listen to it, I'm like, right. I have to wait a full week now before the next one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But normally, I, I used to commute into work on a motorbike. But now I'm on the train, so I've, I need something to 
be, be busy instead of the same old same old shit listening to music all the time i like listening to podcasts yeah see I, i'm the same I, now, I, yeah. yeah i listen to podcasts on my way to work um wherever i'm going and like in the morning or when i'm doing stuff because it just and if i'm working on my own a lot uh, i'll listen to podcasts all day because it just makes me feel like in a conversation and makes you feel a lot better i think it makes you feel a bit more involved with something um but yeah uh but yeah the some other thing some... is what sorry i get mate? i get some funny stirs off of people who see me or hear me laughing at whatever the fuck <laughs> i'm listening to <laughs> generally like like your guest dropping the sea bomb. Well, that was hilarious when he was talking about his brother being carried into the hotel room <laughs> on uh, on his oh, golf that was, holiday. Um, oh, that was Joe Open Stance Golf. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> and you two started laughing, so I just burst out laughing. Now. <laughs> People looking at me going, "What the fuck's this geezer laughing at?" <laughs> I like that. Um, That's funny. Yeah, that is good. That is well funny. That is. Um, so come on then, Ronan, tell us about your music. What gets you pumped up for golf? Oh, so I haven't given this much thought at all. Like, um, so let me have a think. Uh, it's got to be ACDC Thunderstruck. Good oh, wow. choice. <laughs> Solid choice. I haven't given any thought. Good going for that one. <laughs> Awesome. If that doesn't get you pumped up again, my golf, I don't know what will. Although your guests did say some very interesting ones. Like, I like the, uh, oh, God, I've gone, I've gone brain freeze. What was the one? Two weeks ago, they gave a good one. Fleetwood Mac, was it? Fleetwood Mac, aye, that's a cracking soon tune. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, I just know it as the Formula One tune, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can honestly say ACDC Thunderstruck in my top five songs I've ever seen live. Yeah. Just hearing Angus Young play that guitar properly in live is just unreal. Yeah. It's, I, I, I grew up when my brothers used to listen to ACDC, Led Zeppelin, all that kind of stuff. So I sort of just followed it on and. I don't go as hard so much anymore because the newer stuff I just don't think is the same. I listen to the same old bands, but mm-hmm. I've gone a bit more indie and that over the years. But I have such mm-hmm. a wide variety of music I listen to. It's weirdly. But what I, I can tell you, it's a lot easier to tell you what I don't like, which is grime and R&B and this pop music that's on at the moment is just pure shite. <laughs> I'm with you there, definitely. Yeah, definitely, me too. Uh, I can't stick R&B, I can't stick grime, yeah, I can't stick pop can't music. can't stand R&B. Awful. Yeah, Fucking don't get it. I don't understand it. See, for me, like I like proper hip-hop, so like if you give me like Wu-Tang Clan, like Nas, like proper decent rappers, like I like that. Mm-hmm. But like, you give me grime, and I just think, what the fuck is that? But that's kind of what I'm talking about, about the era. Yeah. The older the older rappers, like, I like Eminem, I love 50 yeah. Cent, I used to uh, Jay-Z and that, but some of the new stuff now is just the same old, same old. Like, what the fucking hell is the deal? What do you call Kim Kardashian's fella? Kanye West? 
Yeah. His old stuff is really good as well. You know. It's know, just an like... age thing. It's an age thing. We were the same when our parents were our age. You know, it was... They, they, they didn't understand what we were listening to, and it, it would just keep going around like that. Yeah, you've probably got listeners who's going, what are these old grumpy kids yeah, talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's probably, mate. DC can't go wrong. No, definitely not, mate. Definitely not. So, do you have a golf club, a shit golf club in your garage or in your shed that just doesn't see the light of day? Oh. Well, for one, I'd, I'm not posh enough to have a shed. We don't have enough ga- <laughs> garden bed, so everything lives in the house. So I've got this. Oh, he's got it. He's got it well. there. <laughs> uh, for so people listening at home, sixty-four degree wedge. Yeah, the Dunlop sixty-four wedge. I think it costs ten quid from Sports Direct, <laughs> and. <laughs> I mean, it's a load of shit as a golf club. <laughs> like, but, but it's only a tenner. It's pulled me out. Of, it's pulled me out of some holes over the years. Every now and again, I I always had it in my bag, like just in case. And Ooh. sometimes there would be that shot where you need to get it up and down quickly, and I would pull out the sixty-four. But mm. fuck me, ninety percent <laughs> of the time I used to the ball didn't even move. I went straight underneath. It was just like. Ball just sat in the same spot. People actually <laughs> thought you took a practice swing because you're fucking the ball didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's everything else is uh, my pride and joy. Really, that's the only shitty club I've got. So oh, exactly. I have a sixty-four degree wedge in my um in my bag that I use just for pissing about. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Phil, unless you're Phil Mickelson, though, it's like. You need to have the per- a bit of fluff underneath it or else you're not going to use it, are you? No. No, no, no. No, you're not going to use that on a tight line, right. no way. No. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my point. Is like I, I used to have that club and various other clubs in my bags that I never used, so it's like, what's the point in having it there? So I've slowly whittled stuff out and now I've got stuff in my bag that I use every round, so it's kind of like... Let's wait for a start. Nice one. Nice. So that's pretty good, right? So um, as it's January, obviously you said your goals earlier um, for the year. Uh, what have you got planned for the rest of your year golf-wise there, mate? A group of us can play Celtic Manor, I think, before the end of March. Yeah. Some real good deals knocking around the internet. So we're going to go and play Celtic Manor. It's, I think, two rounds of golf and nights. I think we're going to basically go away for another either Turkey or Portugal or Spain in mm. nice. September maybe October time um, to get a bit of last minute golf in but it's just play as much as I can play, new, play with new people like I think we've got a I said to Dan, you know Danny Ferry you had as a guest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm down at Silvermere quite where she worked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lovely course. So any chance you can get in to play on Silvermere. So I said I'd pair up with somebody 
play Danny and someone else in a in a doubles match, home and away kind of a thing, where she'll come to us and I'll go to her and play. But well, stuff like that, basically. And just, I want to win a few key competitions this year, really. Mm. Put my heart and soul into it. Be good to get you on maybe this time next year or the end of the year to see if you if you did any of this stuff, if you, if you won any competitions, to get you back. Well, yeah, yes. It, it's easier said than done, isn't it? It's getting <laughs> so competitive at our club at the moment. It's It's just... I'm at the business end of the handicap now, so you've got to play so consistent to win anything. So mm. even I played consistent to my handicap yesterday, and the mm. winner was five five points ahead of me. So it's, you've got to do better than your handicap yeah, to win yeah. on our yeah. club, which is good. It's all competitive. Everybody has to have their win, and soon enough it'll get down to the point where I'm playing consistent golf and slightly better than my handicap. And then I'm hmm. hopefully start winning some stuff. But the club championship is the is the bread and butter, really, where you've got no, it's just scratch golf. Yeah, yeah. So that's where you get the, the top end of the golfers all competing a bit more, really. So hopefully mm-hmm. I can end in that this year and, and see how I get on, really. That's cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Which one of you has got a, a newborn baby? That's me. That's, uh, that's well, Rob. she's not newborn. She's a year now. So she's a year old. Yeah. So it's getting easier to to get out at weekends now and leave them to it and stuff. But um, you know, won't be silly long before she can come with me. <laughs> well, that's it. You look at father and son golf, and I'm like. Yeah, he's got the dog and this out of the golf course. He's living. <laughs> he has, not he? I'll tell you what, though, man. Riley, man, he can hit a ball, can't he? His boy. He Cracking little man. golfer, look. Yeah, he is. Hmm. He, but, listen, the, he, he's just one of so many in the country who's doing exactly the same thing. Like, it's crazy, the talent yeah. that you've got. And, like, exposure golf's getting at the moment is, is brilliant. Like, Yeah, definitely. We've we've got a real good junior program at Horton, and and some of the young kids coming through, or it's just crazy. They're all their swings are beautiful, and they strike the ball so well. It's just like once you get a kid from that age, from an early age, you can teach them anything, really. Yeah, you got to start young. You got to start young. It's so good to see it as well. Yeah, yeah. so good. It is. It is. Right, that might be a good note to end it then, um, Ronan. Thank you yeah. for coming on and chatting to us tonight. It was really good. Yeah, thank you, Ronan. I enjoyed it. I might, when I get to the range this week, uh, try the old cack-handed grip and do a video and see how I get on. I'm, I'm sure it'll, I'm, be, it'll be horrible. I'm on Thursday night, so I'll give it a go as well. well I, I think that should be your new, uh, an old, an, a new thing that you need to ask guests to, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go, go to the driving range and take on the cack handed grip and hit a few balls and, and post a video on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that could that. be our um our thing for Instagram of is the cack handed challenge, I think. <laughs> the cack handed par three challenge closest. Yes, that that sounds good, mate. That but here, if if anybody breaks a wrists or takes <laughs> eyes out Dis- disclaimer, people, yeah. It's nothing to do with me. I'm having no liability at all. <laughs> okay, so that was Ronan McDermott. 
Um, he didn't mention his Instagram handle um, at the end there. Uh, we should have asked him, to be fair. But if anyone wants to follow him, it is cac underscore handed underscore golfer on Instagram. What um, a nice guy. Yeah, definitely. What a nice guy. And I, I really want to try the cac handed challenge now. And everyone yeah, else listening should. That's a good idea. Me too. It just looks so weird, though. Like, I mean, afterwards, I've sat here like trying to do it myself. Yeah, I'm watching you like trying to swing cat-handed. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll weird. Do, I'll, I feel like I'm I'll gonna pen. break my wrist. Yeah. I've got a pen in my hand now and I just think it just it just feels wrong. Your left arm coming so past mm. you. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. feel right. It's feel weird. Very but, weird. Yeah. Uh good song choice. A C D C Thunderstruck. What a tune. That is a good tune. <laughs> I don't even like that kind of music that much, but that is a tune. I'll give him that. Absolute banger. Um, and another nice to have like someone who listens to the podcast as well. How mm-hmm. nice is that? Yeah, nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll, we'll definitely sort of round out with him this year. Mm. That'd be really good. 100%. Good. Yeah. So if anyone wants to get in touch with us, Warren, what's the best way to do so? Well, we do have a lovely Instagram page. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Um, it's at the average golf. There you can see a uh, list of my goals um, for 2020. There's pictures of me and Rob swinging golf clubs and videos of us swinging golf clubs. You'll get to see our main man, Tim, as well. Um, he mm-hmm. also swings golf club and loves his luscious locks. Also there, I mean, like you can you can message us with a question, or like if you want to chat about golf or anything like that, like we're down for that. Like equally, if you'd like to come on the podcast and and um, you know, put your points of view across about golf or something that's bugging you or like or anything like that, I mean, we'd be more than happy to have people on the podcast. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, what about email, Rob? email yes so if anyone's listening who doesn't have instagram and wants to contact us the email is averagegolfsociety at gmail.com and if you want to come on or talk to us or give us questions that's a a good way to do it really good really good um like so now we've got like quite a good back catalog Mm -hmm. if this is the first time you're listening or you've been listening to a couple go back and give give me a listen because we've got some really good guests though Give last week's guest, Bandit Golf Apparel, a listen. David's a really nice guy, really nice guy, really interesting chat to talk to. Um, Patrick Koenig, really good chat. Uh, Golf from the Daily, like we mentioned in this week's podcast. Shane, really nice guy. Give him a look on Instagram as well. Really good guy. Mm. Um, We've got got loads of people as well, like Northern Ball Markers, Far From Far From Park Golf Logs. Yeah. Don't forget all the girls we've got on there as well. So we've got Rachel... Um, Lady Golf Blogger, and we've got um, uh, Danny. No, oh no, Danny, Danny Ferry. No, not Danny. Emma Brown. Brown. Emma Brown, that's the one. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> and if you listen to last week's one with um, David from um, Bandit Apparel, and you heard about the charity golf he did with Lloyd, um, we've got an episode on that. It's called Charity Golf, the episode. So if you want to hear all about their adventures together, that's a good one to listen to. Yeah, really good, really good. Um, but while you're there, like having a peruse of our previous previous episodes, like maybe just give us a little rating, give us a little review, or just just tell us um, 
what you think of the podcast because we quite like hearing nice things about the podcast like say look we don't get paid to do this we do it because we like talking about golf and we think that you guys like listen to it so if you do that would be lovely <laughs> absolutely so do you have any plans to play golf Rob? Um, it's the same as every week it seems to be I'm not playing golf but I will go to the range I've got a point this week I definitely will go Awesome. Uh, I'm off to the range on Thursday with Tim. Mm. Off, yeah, definitely, mate. Thursday, yeah. Um, just another thing as well. I just popped into my little head. Can everybody just go onto the App Store and download the Buddy Golf app? Uh, me and Rob are both on there. Um, it's basically to find people to play golf. You know, so just just pop on there. Like, it's Steve, he's a previous guest from um, Free Pat Life Society. Um, yeah. Yeah, yep. it is really worthwhile app. Like, there's loads of people on there as well. So yeah. hopefully you can find some new people to play golf with. Definitely. If, you, if you're and seeking equally, out people to play golf with, it's the way to do it. And equally, me and Rob are both on there. So um, Rob's in Colchester and I'm in Su- on the Suffolk coast. So we're both there. In if you want to hook up around with us, that'd be awesome. Sorry, I just thought I'd, I'd totally... Um, forgot about that I thought I might as well put it in there and Steve would yeah, appreciate that as well I'm sure he will yeah yeah. so you're, you're going to play some golf this week I'm going to play some golf we're all going to be happy and uh, yeah wonderful so I shall speak to you next week Rob yes have a good week Warren goodbye for